How you doing? This is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. My name is Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm TJ Miller. And right now you're listening to Sandra Carusi. The one and only Sandra Carusi. Carusin on down the listing highway. Welcome to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. I never get tired of hearing that opening package, Dean. Well, you just like... I just make the guests Famous here, so people I saying cool. your name, yeah. Yeah, we're getting it changed, right, Tom? <laughs> yeah. We have a great show today, I'm going to tell you. Huge, great panel. This is going to be a spirited conversation. <laughs> yeah. I could feel it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do the Mark... My, I'm going to do the Mark Marin how he talks about his sponsors at the beginning. Yeah. Could I do that? Because I think I'm... But don't WTF-ing. talk about Mark's sponsors. I mean, that's he's doing that. You're he so already funny. Your own. I just love you. Hakeem Optical, thank you for helping us see comedy better. Couple of films who, who was in here <laughs> filming some of our shows... Uh, the relation, the dating relationship show when yeah. we had the Real Housewives here. They came. They baby. came, Martha Chavez. Yeah, yes. they were trying to get one of them to date me, and uh, we know how that kind of. <laughs> it went well to date. <laughs> yeah. I want to thank a Celebrity Limo, uh, Lena Brockerhurst, Against the Grain, who feeds us well. We have pizza coming, everybody. Wow. Um, yeah. They're here in the Chorus Key building. Holly Garby Penny Real Estate um, at Bosley. She, she helps people find places, so we want to thank them. Um, Dean Young. Welcome aboard. Hey. Good to have you. <laughs> Welcome aboard. From the world tour. <laughs> I've been living in this studio for like a year. Okay, let's get to these people. Martha Chavez. Welcome back. Thank you, Sandra. Can You're we like see? the regular. Well, who would be like a regular on Johnny Carson? Like uh, that they hey, would McMahon. Have? Are no, you Ed McMahon? That's Dean. That's yeah. Dean. <laughs> Poor Dean. I am uh, John Rivers because yes. he had a fight. There you go. Don't, Returning don't friend of the, the show. She <laughs> she took the show. Uh, she took my fame that I gave her, and, and she she gave her own night show, and I don't appreciate this. Wow. I, I never spoke with He's her again. Good. Now, Ed, great show. Ed, Ed actually spent time with uh, Joan Rivers. I don't even like saying the name. Never mind. Go on. That's fantastic. We're going to have more of that. With Weird, this. wild stuff. Okay, so Martha just came back. You did a, a ground-hugging ceremony in Ottawa or something. You were tr- hugging something. No, I did the, the Earth Day celebration. Oh, Earth Day. Sorry. Ground-hugging. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> ground the tree hugging. Ground-hugging. The tree hugging. I don't know what I'm doing. No, but just for laughs, Very. Uh, you've been at the festivals, um, and you do so many comedy festivals, appeared on CTV, CBC. You've seen her. You know her. And she's a highly respected entertainer and voice and the lgbtq community and um can it just be the lgbtqc yeah what's the um, oh yeah the Mar- the maggie casella event you're doing i'm doing we are funny that way she she had that you remember she had the festival yes. like uh, and then she was in hiatus five yes. years but she came back and it's a benefit for the toby house yes. hiatus. is that is that a euphemism for something she's hiatus. in hiatus <laughs> okay this guy alan park and i'll tell you because they're why they're comfortable with each other because we're going to talk about that in a second because we've known each other for 20 years martha chavez and i we did alan park comedy now together we did actually oh my god that's right you were on the same night that's right when, oh when he played the same night 1999 and was your daughter birth yeah well she was Ava. born she was born on the day it aired it aired that's yeah, when yeah. It, we aired together we didn't yeah. film it together no we didn't film okay it. so yeah. you know alan park from the canadian comedy series uh comedy now pop culture but royal canadian air farce that's the guy Is he's still known on? for his impersonation <laughs> skills as we just heard with his ed mcmahon which is incredible we didn't he's an outspoken satirist did i say that right yeah that's why i'm not on the show anymore yeah is that why? Because yeah, you're outspoken? Too outspoken what did yeah. you do? What well, did I, you say? Well, I insisted on funny jokes. Oh! <laughs> wow! 
<laughs> seem to be best. a bit of a problem, a bit of a deficit. In so the, your podcast, Conspiracy Queries, I can't wait to talk about this. Okay. Because you talk about modern conspiracy and theories. We were talking about it before the show. And Alan is also a cancer uh, guy. I'm not going to say survivor. No, don't say guy. that. Cancer uh, guy. A vengeful attacker of. How okay. about that? Okay. I've got and it we, put in its place. And you actually inspired... Because when I had my podcast, Art of Comedy, yeah. uh, Jay Brown called you. You were going to come as a guest, but oh, you were actually sick. Oh, that's you. That's right. the same Jay chick. Brown. Hey, Jay. How's it the going? Same yeah, chick. yeah. No, he doesn't listen. He doesn't like me anymore. No. About that Jay. show became this show, though. Yeah, that's right. Dean was on that show. I was on so that, yeah. That was the podcast. And then uh, when I, I, I went to JFL um, and uh, got a bunch of audio clips and mm-hmm. then presented the show to Inside Joke. So, Alan, we're going to talk more with you. Our other guest, Sarah Starkman. Hello. Toronto-based comedian and writer and yeah. also contributing columnist for Huffington Post. You guys are doing, what is it, she.t.? Yeah, uh, she.t.. Yeah, That's yeah. right. That's going to be a great lineup. I'm yeah. really excited about that. I'm Me quite too. honored. Uh, so thank you, Martha and Karen, for doing the charity and having me on that. And um, so let's, firstly, we have to talk about very important news. Um about Alan and Martha's fight on social media. <laughs> oh, is that coming up? What? Okay, great, great. Okay, well, we, we have to go. We never fought. Let's no. kick it back he, to a year he ago. Jo- he just, like, like <laughs> fired me. Okay, what happened? His, uh, what his, was, uh, no, there's Facebook. a bit. No, 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 no. Yes. No, he fired no. me. One would Did you? We were what do you mean fire anymore? you? Did I don't know you were getting into that. Was I not supposed to? That's great. I don't know. I don't think. I like the research. Okay, we'll cut it out. I like the research. I like the research. I told Dean, Alan Park hates my God. No, see, that's a misconception, but what I I do hate is is what happened on the well, line. Okay, quickly, what happened and what uh, happened? What happened according you to you? I don't know. One good. We had a fight over Hillary. Hillary Clinton. Well, Clinton. Yeah, Clinton. That'll, Clinton. that'll boil it down. Oh, yeah. I imagine if over Hillary Clinton, she's laughing all the way to the bank, let's and we start, have a fight. Let's start at the common ground where no one ever does this. Here's what we're saying: We both did not want Trump to be the president. Yes. Okay. okay, so there we go. So like, before, and you were both right about that, right. by the way. Yeah. And, well, I am not. I, I am glad that he is the president for like two months and then hang on. But let's go back in time because this is where the fight was. I was completely convinced at the time that America wanted Bernie Sanders. They yeah. were having 10, 12, 15,000 people going to the rallies, holding them outside like Leafs Nation when they can't get into the building to watch the hockey game. <laughs> and Hillary was hitting like 1,500 people. 2,000 people at gymnasiums and ballrooms where they didn't necessarily have to uh, open up the accordion door Mm -hmm. in the middle. And to me, he was really hitting it, and she wasn't, but she was in favor with the DNC and Debbie Wasserman Schultz. And Martha was pushing her, as a lot of people were doing, who were anti-Trump. And I was pushing Bernie, which a lot of people were doing anti-Trump. And I'm saying, like, you've got to throw... Yes, but we're influencing (laughs) people that watch our feeds. And I'm saying, you've got to get behind Bernie because he is going to beat Trump, and she is... Is not and because she's Martha, a garbage factory. Okay, what was the thrust? I mean, <laughs> you know what I, you I know love what the I way thought, you laid into you that. You know what I thought? I really thought that would happen. What actually happened? Of course, that they would, that they would get rid of of Bernie because he put the word that the Americans hate socialist that's yeah. the, the most hated word yeah the same there. people that American. are happy when the fire department shows up yeah. and okay. everything. Yeah, we're yeah. going to talk more about this Sarah Starkman we're going to get to you too Martha Chavez <laughs> Alan Park you're all satirists that's right. what you're all known yeah. for and Dean uh, I, yeah. I, I, I am the garbage factory the garbage factory <laughs> yeah. more on Inside Jokes after the break on Talk Radio AM 640 Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi. (laughs) 
Welcome back, Inside Jokes. I'm Santa Carusi with Dean Young. What are you? So I'm just excited about the show because yeah. What are we? What are we trying to do there, though? I don't know. That was my AM radio. Uh, oh, hit and we're back. Courtney learned that at Humber, I think. Right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, welcome back, Alan Park, Martha Chavez, who's taking a picture right now, and Sarah Starkman. And uh, Sarah, who writes um, for the Huffington Post and a self-proclaimed sit-down comedian, it's funny because I'm a lie-down comedian. Are you? I'm yeah. a sit-down comedian, do, too. That's I what I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sit-down satirist. I'm a sit-down, I'm a stand-up sit-down satirist, as so branded by Daryl Young and Now Magazine in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Well, all you guys are <laughs> satirists. So yeah. let's talk about, first of all, Sarah, explain satire. Let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> are you put it on you. It was like a f- Pop quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! What is it? Uh, like the Beaverton. There it is. No, people need to know what it is. That's not the, that's the definition of, yeah. The is Beaverton. The Beaverton? Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. Well, any, I don't really know how to explain it either, just to take the piss out of something, really. You take the yeah. alleged official story of facts, and you twist it to the point where even someone that's not familiar with the base material realizes how screwed it is to have that official story, and you flip it around and make fun of it. But isn't that very hard now? Like, yeah, sure. You can't. The, the news look like <laughs> well, the politicians are funnier than we that's are very now. Yeah, that's a bit of a very problem. true. And then um, satire, people are get upset and offended. Yes. Yeah. Well, that is what do you a mean key satire goal. People. No, people get upset and offended with satire. Oh well. Like well, they can. Like it's Charlie like anything Hebdo. else. I mean, that sounds, that's say that again. My like feelings. With Charlie Hebdo with yes. the with the cartoon, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was kind of a satirical. You're hurting Wasn't it my feelings, word? and this isn't good. Yeah. Well, I just wrote a joke last week that, you know, sometimes you write stuff and people like it. It's like you take a picture of your meal, you get 100 hits, you tell some cogent point, and nine people go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take a picture of your meal makes Yeah, it's it's better. It, it's funny that it's easier to take a, a um, um, you know, a, a picture of a meal or, or pass that around more than, than a co- you know, an interesting point that's relevant. But. Well, let's talk about the power of satire and how can comedy affect social change? Okay. Well, I know you do it on your podcast. I'll Alan. run with that because this is why I ever got into this subject matter first in stand-up and then eventually in, in, in uh, full, full on in, in my life. But I just think that inside of all of us, we know pretty much the truth. Right. Like, you know, not to kill someone, you know, you're not supposed to do that, even if you're a bad guy. And if you that's why you don't try to get caught. That's why you try to hide that kind of mm-hmm. thing. So we all have right or wrong hardwired into our bodies. Mm-hmm. And and when when you're talking about people who manipulate the truth, Trudeau, and other people that do things <laughs> like that. And I don't mind copying from Kevin Nealon's subliminal man to say this kind of thing because of the same people Harper with nice hair. So what you want to do is you present the truth and you put it in a funny way where it's obvious and even a person that disagrees with the political or agrees with the political agenda can still see the fallacy in it. And so when you tell the joke, that's what makes them laugh. Mm-hmm. And so then people kind of think, oh, well, that is kind of true, actually. Martha, you yeah. use it as a platform to get your th- opinions out. Yeah, yes? yeah, but uh, uh, well, mostly, well, how would I say? I was born in satire. I was born in a banana republic. Mm. And that's an we awful to... thing to say about your mother's womb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. She, she preferred to call it a papaya republic. <laughs> but uh, papaya. Uh, papaya. Well, isn't it isn't that closer to the truth? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A banana would be a guy. A yes. papaya or, or a, a mango kiwi. looks more like or it. A mango. A mango. A Take mango. the seed out. Though. I love this show. This is the best show. But this is the best show. Yeah. No one swears. So Martha, no, you you're very opinionated, and you get uh, you're in trouble. 
Yes. Sometimes I think they're gonna kill me. What do you think is the worst? What's the What's the biggest thing that you you shouldn't have said? Do you think you shouldn't have said? If and ever, say it now. Yes. That I shouldn't have said ever on stage. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know? Social media. On social because, media. Yeah, because you the, the big Cheeto there, the orange Cheeto. You're so funny when talking the about Trump. Mussolini. <laughs> well, I feel no. like too. Like right now, there almost seems to be this thing where where we're almost not trusting the audience to be able to handle it anymore and to yeah. and to be able to form their own opinions. We don't need to safeguard the audience. If somebody's a comedian and they know what they're writing and they've been around for long enough. You have a reason why you wrote that premise and why you're going on stage and talking about that. So you have to trust people to come along with you. Not everybody's going to love it. But I, I, I think we, we just safeguard and, and police ourselves mm. way too much before even there, giving it a chance. And other comedians are know. policing you. The other day I had a, a problem with someone because, imagine that, because I posted <laughs> a picture of, a, I was in Winnipeg in the festival, and I posted a picture of Tommy Chong, yes, who is not I by no means... He's a politically, he's almost 80 years old. Yes. And he says something nasty about Hillary. And I posted the picture with him because I'm friends with his daughter. Like yes, I, Precious Chong was on the show. I promised his, her, his daughter, uh, Precious, that I was going to put a picture. So the next day, this comedian is so mad at me. Because, Why was the comedian mad? That's shocking. Because, a comedian because was mad. I was taking the he he bad mouthed Hillary. He called Hillary Clinton a bitch, and you posted a picture of him. And he like so yeah, someone was know. defending Hillary, and they were upset that Tommy was yeah. legitimately taking the, a shot at that. There guy. was that weird thing with Hillary Clinton too, wasn't there? Where it was like you you aren't allowed to even have. Uh, an opinion that contradicts hers in any way. It's like you have to be 150% on board but with you Hillary. But you know what I find too that now it is very, it is very difficult. Like for example, I am absolutely against all religion, mine mm. included. But if you say something against the against uh, the um, the hijab, mm -hmm. or you say you, mm -hmm. you are considered immediately anti-Muslim, yeah, Sarah, which I'm not. What do you think? Yeah, I no. But the thing too about what you were saying that that someone was getting mad at you because they endorsed Hillary, but that's just the thing. Like that, people aren't allowed to have different opinions, and it's mm -hmm. the same with jokes on stage. Like you're not necessarily saying that that's true for everybody, but for you, you have this experience, right? You should be able to post whatever you want. And, and I had nothing to do. It had nothing to do with politics. It was about this comedian who is iconic. He's a pothead. Yeah. He like I, he's not. Like, I don't even think he has any awareness Tommy, whatsoever. Poor Tommy Chunk. Oh, 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 you know what? <laughs> and also treating... Uh, you know to go, what? what did he do to anyone? You yeah. know what? We have to support each other as comedians. Like, we're yeah. already policed by everybody else. Why yeah. is comedians we got to get down well, That's on the thing other? I was talking about getting a lot of hits on when I didn't mean it to get hit. I just put it out on, on Facebook and then all of a sudden people were liking it. It was a comment on someone's thread where I said... Well, what I do is I always submit all of my material to everyone first. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as I get the okay, I do it on stage. That's what it feels like as a That's comedian now, like. though. Well, and yeah, it's so interesting, too, because speaking of satire, I mean, we kind of, and even, even before Trump was elected, but we kind of live in this almost golden age of satire right now where that's our biggest source of reliable news right now is... 
pundits and these satire news sources because we can't trust the actual source of news right now. How about these people that were so anti-Trump, and I'm not pro-Trump, but I saw in the media, no, 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 we can't have this Trump guy. No, no, no. As soon as they drop stuff on Syria or whatever happens over there, they go in and attack Syria. Hillary's going rah, rah, rah. Trump goes in there, and people on the media who were ripping into Trump are going, Mm -hmm. oh, this is a great thing. And Brian Williams called it beautiful bombs coming across. He said, I'm I'm quoted by Leonard Cohen, who's uh, the beautiful weapons. I mean, how did they all of a sudden start waxing his pole like that right after they hated him so much? <laughs> no, because, because they Martha. have been finding like uh, his presidential, like I'm whenever he exterminates us with a nuclear bomb, I hope that the people okay. in the media that remains, so that was really presidential. Martha Chavez and Sarah Starkman, there's no opinions in the studio at all. We're going to hear more <laughs> from them after the break on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640. This is K. Trevor Wilson. You're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi. Akeem Optical makes fine, fine eyewear. Welcome to Inside Jokes. We're behind the joke. Dean Young. We're behind the joke. Dean Young. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just talking about, you know, the, the Trump-Hillary thing, which is an endless conversation. It's funny because Trump's domestic policy obviously is terrifying and Mm -hmm. and you know this sort of he made it okay for everybody to just open up these old wounds of hatred again but his foreign policy isn't that much different so far than what i think it would have been under hillary Hillary, that would have been more presidency either way yeah can i say something just about comedy but he doesn't have any experience no guys the people that he picked like uh, the people even for war you have to you don't have the people that he picked they are all morons oh i know his cabinet what's the shelf life on these jokes or even like on canadian air force when you're royal canadian air force when you're there i'll be serious about no 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 we're not this is great (laughs) i never want to cut off a comedian no no no. i mean about air force i'll be serious so what's a shelf life? Okay, so we're talking about a lot of political Yesterday. stuff now. Right. Yesterday's Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen an air farce? And no offense on air farce. I've got lots of those otherwise. But have you ever seen an old 22 Minutes or an old Saturday Night Live when they do the jokes in the middle from the mm. 80s or the 90s? Mm. And so many of them are like, what's he talking about? Who's this guy? I don't right. understand yeah. this. Who gives a hell about, uh, you know, in this case, right. Stefan Dion, who I used to impersonate. If I did that now, no one would even know who it was. You're right. You so know, with Scott, so on stand up, it's the same thing, right? We should probably you got to develop evergreen material. They call yes, it, so it's I good any time. And then you problem. have to be hopped up on 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 the news of the day and still go to your evergreen stuff. So if you're going to talk feminism or or sexuality rights, etc., you're good there. So Sarah Starkman writes for Huffington Post and. Um, uh, wrote an article. What if we renamed feminism to make it gender neutral? <gasps> because because you think the word feminism has certain connotations that's changed or evolved over time. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't Martha, that mean like it's funny that femi- when women are called feminists, they uh, they, they they say it as a uh, this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's when, like Latin when, for lesbian but, with armpit but, hair. Yeah. No one like but wants when to go men near it. are called feminists. But isn't that like exactly. calling chocolate cake delicious neutral? I mean, it doesn't really work. It's either <laughs> feminism or it's masculinism. We don't even have that word because no, the whole the thing is a paradigm. Evolved. It's evolved who, what feminism is has evolved. And I think the march earlier in the year kind of defined that. It's 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 a broader But in that march, group. even in the, you know, like we are so, women are, we are so divided that even mm-hmm. in the march, you wore your pink hat. 
brown and black, <laughs> brown and black women. Brown, no brown. You 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 brought, you wore your pink pussy cat hat. Brown and black women were mad because their privates were not represented in the march. Can oh I ask you something like, about oh, that oh, march God. thing? That's okay. do you have to edit that out because we you no do. that was a thing in the we news. We do, and it's no. too bad because I so love the way know, she so says you're it. You're fighting with black feminism with with the Latino feminism. Like uh, that's the best wow. thing to have a. a to not have people progress like the division. So did Sarah? you go? Did you go to that DC? Oh, Let's yeah, call yeah. it the DC yeah, she did, day totally. after. You went to that? I went to the one. And here. you had the hats on. Oh right, yeah, you went to the one here. here. So Sarah, can I ask you a question on that? Can I ask yeah. you a question on that? Because I'm. I, this is about feminism and everything else, but it's also about Trump. Kind of ties it in. Here's what I'm going to ask. They went to that march because why? Because Donald Trump is a known liar, and we've been making fun of this forever, and he's a known self-inflator of his own worth. So he's on a bus with Billy Bush and tells Billy Bush, hey, I do this thing where I grab the, you know, and I get to do it. So now all of a sudden he's 100% telling the truth. Isn't that amazing? And now all of a sudden that's going to get... How many? Millions of people? Hundreds of thousands of people to go to D.C. and protest this guy that says he did a bad thing. But when Obama and everybody, the most warlike president who dropped 26,000 bombs in the final year of his friggin' presidency, all the way back to George Bush and before, have killed, okay, killed 100,000 people in the Gulf War by 100,000 100,000 dead people, says the Medical Lancet the Journal from Britain in 2007, that 100,000 dead, there's probably more than that, dead, right? Where were all the marchers on D.C. Well, for that? Well, our boussoirs were not talked about. <laughs> well, there's, uh, that's the underpinning of that argument gone for me. Have, I think it, it was, a, it was a, a, a convergence, you say, of a lot of things. You, you get a guy who admits to sexual abuse on tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. He admits, and then he's elected because, and then you get a lot of all other things coming together about about <laughs> sexual harassment. I still and laugh. A lot of that. I still laugh that Bill Clinton got nailed because he was nailing uh, what's her name there back then. What Monica was her name? Lewinsky. Can Monica I take you Lewinsky. back in time? And then we, they vote in, and he gets impeached, and then tr- they vote yeah. in Trump. <laughs> I love Americans. <laughs> I love you. Peace and love, man. Well, okay. it's funny because we can't imagine America that doesn't have a war president because that's so ingrained in their DNA. Now she's yeah. like, well, they bomb people. That's what they do. They police yeah, the to world. Tell, to tell you the truth, yeah. I wouldn't have voted for Trump because I hate the way he looks. Who looks like that? I am on board. Like, I mean, yeah. you Let me go back in time. Though. Family, a friend let me go that back tells in... you you look like a crazy person. Okay. okay. <laughs> let me go back in time. Bernie was like, quickly before the break. For a break. Quick. It's 1960. It's the election campaign, and it's pretty much even Steven between Richard Nixon and John mm. F. Kennedy. Oops, a tape just came out and was released. Apparently, this Kennedy character was having sex with Marilyn Monroe, not even his wife. Let's all vote for Nixon. Bingo. Why didn't that happen? Right. More on that after the break. That's Alan Park, Martha Chavez, Sarah Starkman. I'm Santa Carusi with Dean Young. We're talking conspiracies. We're talking uh, politics, which is shocking, yeah. and opinions and Let's satire. Let's talk about Alex Jones. What happened? Okay, yeah. after the break on Talk Radio AM 640. Hi, this is Sugar Sammy, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra the Cruiser Carusi. Mm-mm-mm, gotta get me some of that. 
Talk Radio AM 640. Holy moly, what a show, what a show, Dean. <laughs> We're getting into everything. Yeah. I do like to say when Martha said it, I wouldn't have voted for Trump because I don't like the way he looks. <laughs> I think that's great because I would have voted for Bernie because I want. that's a man I want to sit on a park bench and enjoy a Werther's with. That's yeah. why. That's it. <laughs> totally. I don't trust the pantsuit. I don't trust the wig. I yeah. want to go okay. Bernie. No, the wig, well, yeah. like, I mean, it's, it's everything. It's everything. The guy is not, These you can say that he is not. See, he just exudes scum. Hold on. But that's, can we not say why Trudeau got voted in because if he looks cute come on yeah well there's half of that the yeah. other half is we needed to get rid of harper so yeah. badly yeah. yeah okay so on that topic we um on in this show we had started uh comedy as art because it's not deemed art in this country so we don't have access to the 550 yeah. million that trudeau passed off to the canada's art council and uh, i found that ironic because it was comedians who supported Trudeau on stage and bashed Harper, and one could argue that's how God voted it. No, well, yeah. I supported the NDP, but I was oh, happy. Did you? I was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. You're happy. that one, eh? We need yeah. to do that again this time. No, I was they happy. need to win. Who? Because Justin Trudeau has bailed out on so many actual things. He's just as oil rich as Harper was. Yeah. He's he's obfuscating on this marijuana law thing. I don't want to say I told in. you so, but anyway. Yeah, but, no, I know. But uh, let's say, you know what it is for me, the, the, the Trump thing, is it just reminds me of, of the Fords. Of yes, Ford, Ford is like there a you go. Henry Ford way. or President <laughs> Ford. <laughs> you know they, they, I, the car I, guy. I, I smoke crack in my drunken stupor. Like oh, he, Rob we, Ford. Oh, right. We yeah, will sure. never <laughs> be able to, to get rid. I, I, I don't think. To... I don't think we will be able to get rid of, of Trump. He yeah, no, leave. that's a whole different thing. He won't leave because he's like his and followers. And if you do, don't you're care. stuck with Pence. I mean, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. the, the and he's scary. Up, he has, yeah, scary. he has the same ideals as Trump, Even and he's worse. a career politician, so he knows him, how to care. Yeah, apparently, the next guy worse. is Orrin Hatch. Okay, I mean, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, earlier in the show, we were talking about. Um, What's effect? Like something Alan said at the bust is like I'm going to pass my material through <laughs> to get it approved. Oh, by everyone, sure. <laughs> I don't want anyone so Martha, upset. Yeah. <laughs> so Martha, you were mentioning safe rooms in yeah. comedy. Sarah, you agreed. So is there is there an actual? Well, no. Well, there there are rooms that advertise this. Not rape jokes. You know, I've been doing comedy twenty years, and I have yet. And I have toured with despicable characters, I can say. Hey, come some on. Of them, not some of them, with some of them. Name but them. I have yet to hear on stage people doing rape jokes. I don't know what is it that they, like, but when they put it, you, you, even you're a lay person, you will think that this is happening every time that you go. That well, you go Sarah to a wrote an article. Show. Yeah, Sarah wrote an article watching Chris Tucker make rape jokes made me sick. Did, Sarah? You, did you watch Chris Tucker make Chris rape Tucker? Rape? I didn't yeah. know. Who is Chris Tucker? He's a, he's a black comedian. <laughs> he has an annoying yeah, voice. Yeah, he was in uh, Rush you know, he, Hour, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, he did a special. Yeah, that was he, a little while ago. I think he writes for other comics, He too. was in The Fifth Does Element. He? That's yeah. a great film, but anyway, yeah. He went away for a bit, too. Dave Chappelle referenced that, that like, the two of go. them were in hiding for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know go. Chappelle was. I didn't know that but about what Chris was Tucker. the rape joke that he yeah. did? Maybe, maybe... Uh, well, but Martha, I, what are you saying about safe rooms? What, what's this, what does it even mean? I don't even know you, what that means. You know, it's, it's just that I don't think comedy thrives on a safe in a safe room no it's a death now you have to be able to say whatever you want like you know you become a better comedian when you do hell gigs Mm -hmm. actually that's a very and i I brought this up before on the show like when they were doing these panels last year here for uh jfl 42 yeah i watched the one with tig nataro and i'm Mm -hmm. i'm biased because i love her anyways but i one of the audience members got up when they were doing q a and she said well i'm a brand new comic 
what was it like for you starting out 20 years ago and hitting all these rooms and it you know it is obviously there is that culture of it's a boys club and everything especially back then but tig just said well to be honest with you I never even considered that. She said, I wanted to be a comedian. So yeah. all I did was every show possible, as much stage yeah. time as possible. Yeah. You have to do the horrible shows. You have to do the rooms you don't like. If you don't like the other comics there, you go, you do your material, worry about yourself, and then yeah. leave. And Tig okay. is another so, cancer killer, too. Yeah, That's By true, way, too. Okay, so there's so many topics we had. And I yeah. even imagine if I only did shows where, they, where, where there were Spanish people. Like okay. I would have never developed as a comedian. So Sarah, uh, she, Martha's saying, I don't hear a lot of rape jokes. Sarah, your article's saying, yeah, there was, an, or listening, Chris Tucker saying them was disgusting, right? It was gross, and that's funny that you say that. It's not even, I feel like almost saying, say, like having safe rooms and saying no rape jokes or no homophobic jokes, blah, 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 blah. I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I think it just means like bring quality material. Yeah. And I have with... seen those those rooms. I have seen there is no, a lot of people not doing quality material. <laughs> I always got away with <laughs> my room. You joke. know what? what the I only mean? one I can think of in my head is Crimson Wave because I, I'm usually, I pr have pretty thick skin and I hadn't heard, of, uh, like you, it wasn't just like a plethora of rape jokes everywhere I went. Um, But I did a, a room, it was an open mic uh, not too long ago and there was a guy there who I don't, he's not like a right, he says he's not a stand up comedian. I don't know if this is just something he's starting or whatever. And he was just talking about how women are like he wants to do them, but obviously, harsher words wants to do them so bad, but no one will do him. So they're all C words, like just getting really yeah. aggressive. And wow. I was like, This yeah, is a serial killer. An, for that's sure. a, that, that is an <laughs> doing is not, is not the, the norm. Of 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 course, like I, right. I have you do seen get a lot those, of us. Sounds like a bad movie. comic to me. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't call him a comic either, okay. but I think it's like maybe that to sort of weed out that. I and grew. we've all seen it. I think yeah, sir. I think social media is breeding people who think they're comics and then they go on stage yeah. and, and they think they're critics yeah. and right. they think they're valid critics. There you go. I have two rape jokes. I always got away with. And and even like Sarah's point of completely safe. I think we're editing this whole segment. Completely safe. Let me throw my two rape jokes out. I would say. Okay, folks, I want to tell a rape joke. Is that okay? And then they would groan, right? I go, okay, okay. Well, I don't want to tell you a rape joke against your will. Yeah. <laughs> and then Thank I say, you. my dad, it was so old, he didn't understand what the ra date rape drug was. He'd heard of it, he didn't get it. And I was trying to explain it to him. There's the generation gap. He couldn't get it. So I finally broke it down like this. I said, it's a substance they put in people's drink to give them sexual desires and that's what they use to get them excited and my dad says well in my day they used to call that money I remember that <laughs> Alan yeah. Park, Martha yeah. Chavez, Sarah Starkman more after the break talk radio AM 640 hey this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway and you are listening to Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640. Pants optional. I'm Sandra Carusi. We're talking with some people. Funny, funny people. Alan Park, you know him from Royal Canadian Air Force. He has a podcast on conspiracy theories. It's shocking that, a, a, really, that a comedian would have conspiracy It's conspiracyqueries.com. Queries, sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry. just plugging Air the actual Force. thing. Martha it? Chavez, who's coming up on um, a show, We're Funny That Way, on uh, May 6th. That's the Maggie Casella but I, I and rather, Katie Ford. Yeah, I, Did I we, say that wrong? We would, I, my own show is on May 6th, but the gala yes. is on May the 3rd, and all of the proceeds go to Toby's house. Oh, that's awesome. And 
and uh, we'll talk more on the we plug. Will give, we can give give away uh, tickets oh, for nice. my show, not for the gala. Yeah, no problem. And Sarah Starkman and me, we're gonna yeah. be a she dot festival May four to six. May four is she dot t dot night at Comedy Bar. This is my first she dot, Sarah. Me too. Yeah, yeah you guys are you both. Go. Yeah, we could just do that. And Sarah was nice enough, uh, got us some guests here before. She was like booking people. We had oh, Mandy May Cheatham for Mother. Yeah, I love Mandy yeah. May. Okay, so um, uh, Alan earlier, so Alan yeah. as a cancer uh, guy. I'm a cancer guy. Cancer yeah, yeah, yeah. guy. I'm a cancer that. guy. No, yeah. I love Alan because cancerman. Alan actually inspired uh, comedians and cars driving cancer patients. Something that I'm working on in a project that I've been working for three years because as a cancer patient, I kept get having cancer come back. Yeah. So it's delayed it, but I want you part of it. Okay. And we'll talk about that. Sure. And the whole premise is to bring awareness um, to the difficulty of transportation uh, and other non-medical costs for cancer patients. And okay. I'm sure, that sure. That's you, always a thing. Yeah. yeah right. We yeah. know that, and we don't know it till you get there and right there's so many other non-medical costs that by the way i got a deal on a sweet walker that i don't use anymore if anyone's interested. <laughs> oh that's nice i think i'm gonna save it till i'm like 85 90 <laughs> and actually it. use it and then when i'm with my 80 year old friends though I'll, I'll say I, yeah i got like a 57 chevy kind of equivalent you know <laughs> so you mentioned tignataro which i know yeah is dean's she's funny fa- as hell. favorite yeah. comic i love, I love her, her. Yeah. i love her. her doc on netflix so she she was um diagnosed her timing is impeccable yes her timing, timing. her delivery she yeah. is a machine yeah and yeah. she is yeah when, when she got diagnosed she went on state like she the same day or the day after and it uh louis ck was at the back of the room and started crying because she was talking about it on stage mm-hmm. she, she took her shirt off yes yeah. was, oh, was that post double mastectomy well yeah. she had so she had she almost died from c difficile yeah then right. she lost Before her mother her, yes. then yeah. she split up with her partner then she was going up against cancer all of these things in happened at months. once in her life yeah. Yeah. so don't complain about your life folks there's people who have it you bad. were looking at me she when you said that yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> no you're allowed to you have a really bad loss in life <laughs> but um uh, alan brought her up earlier too um because of that but there was a little gossip i just wanted to bring up because something Uh-oh. i don't know if alan you went through this so um some caregivers sometimes get into martyr mode and sometimes they murder mode martyr oh sorry they care give in order to look like the martyr yeah and so Tignataro kind of not did say not say about amy schumer so -hmm. somebody said oh amy schumer was uh, taking care of you during um cancer and and she moved in with her. Are you familiar with this? I am this not familiar okay. with it, but no, based on what I've heard, uh, maybe she was uh, assuming the role of a caregiver that someone else had already assumed earlier. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. What are you guys laughing at? Because <laughs> they it's say that she steals my theory. There's Inside a lot of jokes? rumors. It's, it's all rumors. I don't know anything about Amy Schumer, but all I know on social media is that there's a bit of a backlash uh, that she might have taken material here, and I don't say. Oh. I don't know if that's well, the case. They, so that's they, where I got they the basis for they, they, they juxtaposed jokes mm-hmm. from uh, Wendy Liebman right. yeah, and yeah. a lot of people right. and yeah but do you not think that there's cuz there's I see crossovers and premises and jokes just yes. it's within our community so oh, like I don't get behind worldwide it. when you're super famous I feel like Maybe people went looking for it. Yeah, I'm just saying that's the buzz. I'm not saying I'm on no, board. No, no, yeah, yeah. Know. I heard it too, but I just I don't yeah. know. I always question that. I well, feel like you just try to that tear is down when, people. When at the top. one one thing, 
Yeah, but no, if it is many jobs. Yeah. Look, yeah. this is a tough yeah. business, man. Dave it. Chappelle has been in the wilderness for a long time. He's got a fascinating <laughs> end to his TV show story. Mm-hmm. He moves to Africa. Mm-hmm. It's all weird. Bill Cosby's involved. I don't even know how. Oprah's involved. It's a very strange, weird story about how Dave finished his $50 million account show. He goes to Africa. Then he comes back and he does these two specials. And everyone's everyone that's a comic and everyone else is like, eh, I don't think it's as good as, you know. Huh. Yeah. This guy's Dave Chappelle. He's got these. Shows. What do you? How can you criticize this? But He's some comics that are still trying to get amateur stage time are telling me all about how it's oh, not yeah. as good. No, yeah, yeah. I want to make reference just earlier to the article I was talking about with Tig Notaro and talking about Amy Schumer. It was in the Huffington Post on uh, June 13, 2016. If you want to look it up, because it talks about um, somebody saying they were friends and Tig's just clearing that, going, uh, mm. "Yeah." Uh, so just further to that, if you want to look that up, we'll talk more after the break with our awesome show today on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM six forty. Hey you, I'm Maggie Casella, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with my friend Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM six forty. Nailed it. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. We talked before about getting your finances in order for buyers. Well, today's tip is for sellers to get their finances in order before they list, including a conversation about bridge financing. What do you mean? In today's hot market, make sure that you're not walking away from a fabulous offer just because the closing date is a couple of days or weeks later than the closing date of the property you already purchased. It's not as costly as you think, and it'll give you some peace of mind with pre-approved bridge financing options. For anyone that I can help, call or email me with any questions. Call her now, hgp at bosleyrealestate.com, 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra. Now back to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. So speaking of respect, I respect these people. Alan Park. <laughs> yes. Alan Park, you can check out his podcast, ConspiracyQueries.com. And we're going to be doing Comedians in Cars Driving Cancer Fantastic. Patients together. Yeah, it's com- you it's, in on that? It's, I am. I just want to plug it. It's com- ConspiracyQueries.com. Of course, the WW before that. Yes. And uh, we talk about all kinds of things on the show, and they're all, they're all heavily conspiracy-based, but you'll see a healthy dose of irreverence towards any kind of ruling body on that show. I love so it. Thanks very I much. I love it. Martha Chavez, we're going to see you at uh, We're Funny that way gala yes. yeah may the 3rd. gala on the may 3rd and at my own show on the on may 6th where can you get tickets at the at the www.wearefunnythatway.com yes or is it .ca let me see okay sarah we'll starkman right where can we plug you we've got our she dot festival you can get tickets there may 4th at comedy bar me um, news the the yeah she fresh she fr- oh you're doing she fresh when's yeah, that I'm, uh, May fifth at ten p.m. at SoCap and then at um, the Jewish Comedy Festival at Regent Theater on May twenty eighth. You're Jewish, Starkman. So they say. I can never figure that out as an Italian. Anyway, uh, SoCap is social capital. <laughs> okay, thank you. You guys are both just New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're similar. Saying. Thank you so much to uh, Dean Young, Jackie uh, Tom, and my beautiful Courtney. Please don't ever leave me, my God. Hakeem Optical, awesome sponsorship. Uh, Your eyes can have, have it all at Hakeem Optical. Optical. Yeah, not Thank part you, of the Sandra. pie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Santa Carusi on Talk Radio. All past episodes, check it out on 640toronto.com, iTunes. And okay, Tom, I'm done. I'm so done. See you next week. <laughs>
Hi, it's Techie Tom, and it's time for this week's Comedy Listings. Mondays, don't miss Alt Dot Comedy Lounge at Toronto's famous Rivoli. Tuesdays, it's Pro Case Comedy at Absolute Comedy and the Propen Mike at Comedy Bar, hosted by Jarrett Campbell. Wednesday, don't miss the longest-running comedy show in Toronto at Spirits. Thursdays, it's Laugh Sabbath at Toronto's famous Comedy Bar. And check out Who's in Town at Toronto Yuck Yucks this weekend. And the SheDot Festival returns May 4th to 7th in Toronto. And catch our own Sandra Carusi hosting SheDotTDot May 4th at Toronto's Comedy Bar. And now time for Comedy Rx featuring Alan Park. People are different everywhere you go. When people find out I have a British background, the question's always the same. Aren't you embarrassed about 50 years of Coronation Street? Aren't you embarrassed about a television show that's been on the air longer than television's been invented? It's the most depressing show. As soon as that theme song comes on, there's a Pavlovian response. You just want to kill yourself. years available on DVD another amazing comedy RX to wrap up our show thanks to Dean Young our producer Vince Tedesco Techie Tom and our intern Tevin check us out on social media at Inside Joke 640 thanks for listening each and every week I'm Sandra Carusi and you've been listening to Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640